you guys had just uh, piloted the Kestrel up into space. Or more accurately, Jiliana had just piloted the Kestrel up into space. Very disconcerting. <laughs> yeah. So it's been some time since then. You you kind of got the hang of piloting the ship and getting it used to moving around. And you are you have you are well on your way out of uh, the atmosphere of of your home planet by the time that uh, everyone just kind of congregates on the deck. Mister Hurst has uh, gathered and wrapped all of the bodies of the crew who died in the crash or afterwards, including uh, Captain Navaris, Tarak the Helmsman, and about six other folks, or five other folks. The newly promoted Captain Alana Bondar is currently up on the deck, and she is reading the final prayer of the service. Everett Blake, Tobias Alden, Ciara Elwin, Marcus Highland, Verben Tanchai, Helmsmaster Tarak Zustal, Captain Estelar Navaris, you have served with honor and died in the line of duty. We commit your bodies to the void and wish you peace and freedom wherever your souls may roam. And with that, uh, Mr. Hurst uh, pushes the bodies out into the void and they drift out towards the edge of the ship's air envelope. And then they are quickly swept away in the wake of the ship. The ship is moving very fast right now and it's not long before the bodies are gone. Captain Bondar then turns to you three and says, uh, I'd like to speak to you on the bridge when you have a moment and heads down below decks. Of course, I want So what do you guys want to do? So I want to note my outfit first. first. Okay. <laughs> is it a morning outfit at least? It, it is a morning outfit, actually. Oh, I've actually. I've actually got a picture, so I'm using the picture to describe it. Black sequins. No, actually, there are no sequins <laughs> in this outfit. It's a morning outfit, Annie. God. <laughs> So it's got a very fitted vest bodice, and I'm actually not showing off much cleavage today. Much. <laughs> Morning cleavage. I mean, there's still a little bit. I can't help it. I have a very giant bosom. But it's, it's like clustering, and then I've got like a, a little bit of a poofy skirt, and then I've got a black cloak on, and the only bit of glitter that I have is actually in my epaulettes, which are on my shoulders of my black cloak. Okay. Is, is that it? That's actually it. That's it today. Okay. That's, that's unusually subdued for you today. Yeah, that's yeah. reserved. Yeah, that's why I rolled on the sorrow tract. Oh, God. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> now we know. So I'll pass it along to the fan artists. You know, you described <laughs> this to me, but what I did not get from this was General Goth Lolita. Yeah, that's basically it. General Goth Lolita. Just so everybody knows, Cacophony is dressed as General Gothalita today. Mackenzie has successfully uh, described her outfit. Is there anything else you guys would like to do? Uh, I don't know. I Honestly, I still have, I've still got Amazing Grace just ringing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's bagpipes, man. So uh, are Finn and Mr. Hurst still down here? Finn and Mr. Hurst have also headed below decks. Okay. I'm going to head downstairs to the crew quarters and get dibs on one of the bedrooms. Crew quarters? Okay. Oh, I imagine. I imagine we've already called dibs since we've been on it for a little while. Is I assume the one? I assume the one with the rug is for the captain. That's the captain's quarters. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. The fancy then I got one. dibs on the. Uh, yeah, on the one that is closest to the uh, wardroom. Okay. <laughs> I will mark that as uh, as your room. Although it, once you get into the room, uh, it's a little cramped, um, as expected for crew quarters above a ship. Although you would not know that. Um, and it is in fact a bunk bed. That's a bunk bed. There's there's no way to like accurately show a bunk bed in two D space. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's three of us and there's three rooms, so I don't have to bunk with anybody, right? Uh, you don't know, but once the ship hires on more crew, you may have to. Oh. 
grab top bunk now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in that case, I kept dibs on the one that's closest to the cargo bay. (laughs) So I can escape if I need to. (laughs) Noted. Okay. um, Jilliana, what are you up to? Uh, Jill is kind of hanging out on the top deck at the moment. Um, I think she's probably doing some prayers to Ethla, just sort of funeral rites that she knows of. Um, okay. if nothing else, sort of sending them along to their next plane or whatever. Okay. Um, Alviva, by the way, your character would have made note of this. Um, Captain Navarez's belongings, including that pendant with the symbol you recognized, were not sent into the void with him. They were put together and put into a box uh, of his personal effects, presumably to pass on to any family. Okay. And it's gone out into the void. Uh, The body has, uh, the personal effects are uh, currently with the captain. Oh. The new captain. The new captain. Cacophony, what are you up to? Well, after staring mournfully and statuesquely out into the (laughs) void... Watching everything go on, and and probably after quietly playing a very sad song on my deal, I am going to head downstairs and try to actually find either Finn or Mister Hurst. I, not that I can, okay. not that I know the the sign language yet to talk to Finn, but I can start picking that up. So, which room are you going to head to? Uh, I know they went below deck. Yep. So I will. Well, it looks like the stairs head down towards. Uh, the wardroom so i'll head to the wardroom first okay uh mr hurst is there uh he is currently playing cards with himself mr hurst oh hey would, would you like someone to play with um i think i yeah definitely but i i did hear the captain say she wanted to talk to you so oh. uh should probably wait oh well all right how are you feeling today not i mean i'm okay i'm not yeah. great i'm like a lot of my friends died. Now I'm not feeling great about it, but of course, life goes on, you know. Cacophony will put her hand on on Mr. Hurst's shoulder. You you have to reach quite a bit, even That's, sitting down. I will stand on my tiptoes. <laughs> it's true. Life life does go on, and we can make new memories in their honor, Mr. Hurst. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. thanks. And then she will drift off to find Alana. Okay, Alana in his is in her quarters. Also, I claim the room closest to the wardroom. <laughs> and i am um and, and point of note i am very protective of that room i don't want anyone entering until i am ready okay okay i understand there's a bunk bed there but cacophony is very 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 firm that no one is allowed to enter until she is ready for them to enter okay and juliana gets the scraps <laughs> <laughs> so i guess you're in the middle one unless you want to bunk up with somebody else nope okay well, honey, you gotta move if you want something. You know, you can't just wait for somebody to do it. You clerks are all alike. Yeah, all alike. Life advice from my mom, everybody. <laughs> I'd like to think that while Juliana was flying the damn ship, you guys just check, just claim the rooms. Yeah, exactly. Um, by the way, any at any point where you have left the helm, the ship has stopped moving. I was wondering about that. Yeah uh okay so uh cacophony is headed to uh the captain's quarters no wait i said she was on the bridge okay so Juliana, if you're flying the ship you're already on the bridge with her no you're right i guess so was Juliana even present for that ceremony then uh she would have been yes but the ship was moving you're right she wouldn't have been (laughs) (laughs) we're good at this you guys jake if you can like edit this so it actually makes sense and i don't sound like a bad dm that would be great (laughs) it was a lovely image Spelljammer is stupid. 
<laughs> and that's why we love it. But you are also, when while you're at the helm, you are aware of everything that's happening on the ship. You can see the top deck as if you were standing there. Oh, this is very weird. Out of yeah. curiosity, then, if uh, since Juliana does need to sleep at some points, at that point, do I, either one of us step in since we're both spellcasters too? Uh, presumably, and it's okay. also presumably what the captain wants to talk to you about. Okay. So is anyone else up in up in the helm, or is it just me, we're, the, the scrub who doesn't know what the hell she's doing? We're no, coming it's to you, you right and now. the captain currently, and Cacophony is also gone to speak to uh, the captain. Oh, okay. And presumably Alviva eventually wanders her way up there as well? Uh, yeah, okay. So uh, once all three of you are present, um, the captain has scrounged up a clean uniform from somewhere. She is currently standing sort of in front of the helm, facing it. Uh, with her hands behind her back. She's obviously trying to look very, like, regal and official. And uh, she says, All right, while I appreciate that you're here to help me, however, while you are aboard my ship, I do have to treat you as members of my crew, which means you are to follow my orders. You will address me as Captain Bondar, Captain or Ma'am. Once our ship reaches Port Meridian, we can hire on a new helmsmaster, at which point we will return you to your home planet if you wish. Now, the helm needs to be uh, handled in eight-hour shifts. Jiliana has already volunteered to handle the first shift. I need to know who's taking the second. I will take the second, ma'am. Right. And we are about uh, a day out from Port Meridian, so we also need a third shift helmsmaster. And Alviva, you do have some spellcasting ability, so you would be able to fly the ship as well. I was wondering about that. It won't go as fast, but you will still be able to fly the ship. And the captain nods and says... Uh, all right. I don't have any duties for the rest of you while the uh, while the ship is being helmed, so you're free to do as you wish. And she doesn't appear to know what to say after that, so she just kind of closes her mouth and then goes downstairs. <laughs> hmm. Meeting adjourned? Meeting adjourned, I guess. <laughs> I, I imagine she's still getting used to the whole captain thing, my dears. Um, Juliana, how are you feeling? Uh, wait, hold on. Which? I'm in this room. Yeah, we're okay. all in. You're, in the, you're on the bridge. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, Juliana's trying to figure out which room, like, her attention is in. <laughs> oh. Ah, oh, uh, wait, I'm in the... Where are we? Sorry? We're in the bridge, dear. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you um, all right, dear? Mm, yes, bridge. Hi, yes. I think Hello. She's, she's suffering from space sickness or something. She's spaced out, so to speak. Um, I, I do believe that when you're in the chair, you can, you feel more open to other places so she's yeah i'm sort just of a getting confused? like like the whole ship is 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 me but also i am me and the ship is not me but the kestrel and look there's a weird consciousness thing going on here i'm i'm gonna sleep sense, really well later of course <laughs> of course dear take care of yourself and if you need anything just give a shout and one of us will be here do you do you want some company or would you rather just to get used to the uh the ship feeling. Honestly, if I can just spread out my focus for a little while, uh, that would be... Hmm. Uh, focusing is kind of hard right now on a specific me, I think. Of course. Can I get some water? Yeah, um, <laughs> I will run down and get you some water from the galley. I'll be right back, dear. Thanks. <laughs> okay, Cacophony, you're headed down to the galley? Yep. Uh, is anybody else doing anything else? Um, I'm just... Very concerned about Jeliana that she suddenly is. <laughs> okay, so you're going to stick with her? Yeah, I'm going to stay with her. I'm thinking about space. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Cacophony, uh, you run down to the galley. Uh, you see the kobold cook, Finn, is currently there. 
Um, he appears to be like muttering angrily at the state of the kitchen and <laughs> fixing things up. So as I get in there, I um, since I, I've seen people do the, the gestures to him, I do gently tap him on the shoulder and wave. Okay. You tap him, he jumps a little bit and then turns to look at you and kind of calms down a little. Okay. I, I wave. And then I, um, since I, I don't know sign language, I do gesture like, uh, like I'm taking a drink and then point up. Finn reaches off to the side and pulls out from a drawer a slate and a piece of chalk. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so I take that and I gently write on it, um, Juliana needs a drink of water. May I have a glass? He looks at it and he goes and he pulls out not a glass, but like a uh, a water skin. And it's occurring to you that like breakable things on oh. a ship that can get tossed around yeah. is probably not a great idea. <laughs> That's a good call. But he fills it and hands it to you. Oh. Okay, I erase it and I write, thank you very much. And then I put it down and I take that skin and I head back up to Juliana. Okay. Juliana Cacophony reappears, but also you've been like fully aware of her the entire time she's been on the ship. You've got a cowlick on the back of your head. <laughs> I know, darling. Thank you. Um, and she walks over and she hands the water over to Juliana. Uh, Juliana reaches for it, but also the ship kind of lifts, lists to the uh, to the <laughs> side for a sec before she's like, "Whoa!" What? Uh, uh, and then very slowly, carefully lifts out with her human arm, her Azimir arm, takes <laughs> takes the takes the flask. The water skin and uh slowly uncorks it just very very uh delicately and purposefully uncorks it and takes a sip thanks by the way when the ship listed to the side you heard a tremendous thump from downstairs and the sounds of mr hearst quietly swearing to himself <laughs> oh <Ooh. Mr>. hearst, <laughs> darling oh, we didn't oh his cards himself. all spilled oh <laughs> anything else you need i think that'll do it. I'm gonna I'm just gonna try to not move for a while if that's cool. All right. No, well, if you start yelling or something, I'm sure either I or Alviva will be here once to yeah. be able to help. I'll know where you are. Yeah. Try not to do any gross stuff in the next she thinks about her clock. Six hours? I do not do anything gross, dear. Right. And with that I tramp back down. Okay. <laughs> So, um, Alviva, the next eight hours or so are yours? So I've got eight hours spent uh, uh, as I wish, and I'm on an enclosed ship in the middle of nowhere. Is that about right? Yeah. yeah. There is a, there's a, there's a ward room, which is like a uh, rec room. Mm. There's the cargo bay, there's the galley, there's the deck of the ship, where you can watch the universe go by. Okay, well, uh, when's the last time we slept? It's been a while, hasn't it? It would have been it would have been this morning for you. We're it, according to your personal clock, and it's kind of hard to tell the passage of time yeah. out here. According to your personal clock, it is about mm, maybe noon. Yeah, I think you know what I'm <sighs> going to have a nap. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's my go-to option in real life too. When all else fails, okay. have a nap. <laughs> Alviva's having a nap. Okay. I don't think you've actually like burned anything in terms of like spell slots or hit points, so. We don't need to replenish anything on your character sheet, but sure, you're having enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. well, it seems the most sensible option. <laughs> Juliana's flying the ship. What's Cacophony doing? Meditating? Yeah, well, Cacophony, what are you doing? <laughs> um, well, she's probably just going to go talk to the various crew members. So well, of course I would she is. start with Finn and um, and just kind of <laughs> sit and, and, and write to him. Okay. And just kind of talk to know his life, and then I'll go play cards with Mr. Hurst. 
Okay. So you head down to the galley. Uh, Finn has managed to straighten up the kitchen a little bit, uh, and he is currently, like, pulling out pots, pans, and ingredients. It looks like it's he's he's going to try and get ready to make dinner later on tonight. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I pick up that chalkboard again, and I write, do you need any help with anything? Finn looks at the chalkboard, looks at you, and then kind of, like, squints around at the very small galley and shakes his head. <laughs> That's fine. I erase it, and I go, and then I write... So what planet are you from exactly? Okay, he, he motions for you to hand him the chalkboard. I, I do hand it over. Okay, he erases it and he writes T-O-R-I-L and hands it back. Toril. T-O-R-I-L. Okay, and then I write, and what's that like? Is it anything like ours? Mine? Mine, I guess, because nobody else is here. Um, <laughs> and offer that back to him again. Okay, he thinks about it and he writes... Didn't see much of it and hands it back. Oh, that sounds ominous. Um, that sounds like backstory that I don't know him well enough to get yet. <laughs> so, I erased that not a few times. Um, you haven't done his companion mission yet. <laughs> In that case, uh, I'm going to write something else. And I write down, um, it's a bit soon, sir, but... If you could teach me the hand gestures to make this a little bit more convenient. Very if we could small work on writing. This. <laughs> Very small writing. If I could, uh, is there, you know, the best way to learn that hand gesture so that we could communicate a bit better? Can I can I interject something here? Because I'm imagining that Cacophony is a very flowing, very fancy script. Oh, yeah. Her hand script <laughs> is fucking fancy as shit. And I have to imagine, it doesn't so, translate well to tiny letters. No. So she, she'll, no, what I'll actually do is she'll write half of it. Hold oh, up good. a one finger, then after he reads it, she'll erase it, then write the other half in very fancy script. <laughs> and then she hands it back to him. Finn looks a little taken aback by this, and he seems a little hesitant to erase all of it, but he does. And then, <laughs> and then he writes, uh, go talk to Hurst, and hands it back. She nods her head, uh, gently erases it, and tucks it away, and then heads out to the- uh, waves at him. And then, uh... <laughs> Well, actually, she waves at him, does something like a, a, a gesture and a bow, and then heads out to Hurst. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mr. Hurst is still in the wardroom. He has managed to carefully rearrange his game of solitaire on the table in front of him after it kind of went flying. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Hurst, Cacophony announces this when she walks in. Um, I have seen the captain. I've gotten my orders. And now I'm free to play cards with you for a couple of hours. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, let me just, uh, I don't actually know how to play solitaire with two people, so let us let me just do a different thing. <laughs> okay. And he Sounds gathers good. up all the cards and starts shuffling oh, them. That's so cute. <laughs> I do believe there is a way, sir, but I'm afraid that I am uncertain, too. <laughs> it's called solitaire. She's going to be muttering to herself in the, in the, uh, in the helm for a while. Just everything she hears has a snarky comment that nobody can hear. <laughs> She's very proud so, of herself. Mr. Hurst, <laughs> I was wondering about that uh, gesture language that Finn knows, um, and he told me that I could talk to you and maybe start learning it. Oh, right, yeah. Um, it it kind of takes a while, so I don't think I can teach it all of you to, all of it to you like right now, but I can I can give you some basics. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, um, I figure some basics are a good start, and perhaps if we. Uh, I know we're only here technically a few days, but at least basics are a good start, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and he kind of puts the cards aside and he talks you through, um, basically he's teaching you to finger sign the alphabet. Yeah. Which is the starting thing. Sounds good. And that's that's how you spend the next few hours? Yeah, that's how I spend the next few hours. Okay. At uh, Later on in the evening, near the end of the first shift, Finn makes his way into the wardroom and drops uh, a couple of plates in front of each of you. Um, Captain Bondar also makes her way out of the captain's quarters and Finn hands her a plate as well. And then he goes up the ladder to the bridge and kind of pokes Jillianna and puts a plate on her lap. (laughs) (laughs) Cacophony will very carefully sign thank you by spelling it out. Okay. Finn is uh, remarkably patient waiting for you to finish spelling it, but then he nods and gives you a thumbs up and goes back to the galley. (laughs) If uh, everyone is uh, ready to move on to the second shift, we can do that. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So So, uh, at the end of the eight hours, uh, Cacophony, you head up to relieve Jiliana at the helm. I do. And I spend the spell slot, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, your highest level spell slot, burn one of those. Okay, so uh, Alviva, you wake up from your nap to discover that uh, somebody has left a plate of food next to your bed. It's a little bit cold, but seems fine. Oh, that was nice of somebody. <laughs> I don't mind cold food. I'm kind of used to it. So, Jiliana uh, and, and Alviva, you have free reign, of, free, uh, free reign, free roam, free run of the ship. I'm good at words. I'm a professional writer, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is Cacophony still on the bridge? Yeah. Cacophony is currently on the yeah. bridge. Uh, I'm going to at least expend a little bit of time with Cacophony, like... Giving me advice? Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, this is going to be really weird. This is, yeah, this is oddly overwhelming. I can... I see what you mean earlier with not knowing yourself from the ship self. Yeah. I can really see everything. This is terrifying. Yeah, no, the back... Of, seeing the back of your head is definitely the weirdest part for me. I can uh, I can kind of sense that. I don't know, but are you are you you adjusting okay? Uh, Do you want me to hang out with you while you get I, centered? I think I'm fine, my dear. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. From the looks of it wandering the ship, uh Mr. Hurst and the captain have both gone to bed. This does appear to be more or less the night shift, although it is difficult to tell because mm-hmm. you're in space. <laughs> I'm going to go down to the galley and uh and find and make myself some tea or something. Okay. You get down there. Uh, Finn is still up. Uh, Finn is nocturnal. So uh, <laughs> he is he is still in the kitchen. He is currently like cleaning and still setting to rights like all of the stuff that got scattered everywhere when the ship crashed. I'm going to run this by you, Kit, and you tell me whether or not this is cheating. Yeah. I would like to suggest that Juliana has encountered people who signed before, but it might not be the same dialect or something. And I'd like to think she at least knows enough to like do a few basic signs like, Hello, how are you? You know, like, you're the first couple of weeks of an ASL class. <laughs> um, I would say make an intelligence check. Okay. Because this is, this is depending on, like, past knowledge and your ability to memorize stuff. Fair enough. First roll of the session! Yay! Yay! Okay, so let's see. Get that all pulled up. Uh, so what do you want me to roll? Just, like, d20 plus int? Just a straight intelligence check. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's great, because my int my mod is zero, so I'm just going to roll a straight d20. <laughs> okay. 11. Okay. You've got a grasp of hello, goodbye, basic things like that. Um, you 
you've got about half of the alphabet that you can remember, <laughs> but you do have a you, you have a bit of a head start, but not much of one. Okay, great. That's that's perfect. Juliana sees Finn. Uh, she just sort of signs hello uh, if she's within like eyeshot of him. Uh, he sees kind of the hesitance in the gestures, uh, reaches over to the slate, writes on it and shows it to you. And it says your accent is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Juliana laughs and kind of shrugs like, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> she gestures to the, uh, there's probably a kettle, I'm guessing. She gestures to a kettle and writes out tea with a question mark. He nods and shrugs and goes back to his cleaning. All right, cool. Then uh, I will stay out of his way as best I can and uh, and make myself some tea. It's worth noting, um, you are about twice his size, and it's his very small galley. So he's he's squeezing about you around you a bit, and he doesn't seem to mind that much. He seems like he's used to it, but you are definitely between the two of you de- filling this okay. space. And I'm going to try and make myself as unobtrusive as possible, or at least provide some footholds. <laughs> okay, so Alviva is standing in the doorway then, eating from her cold plate of food, watching <laughs> all of this, because she's not going to go in there. It's obviously too crowded. Yeah. <laughs> But I got, but Alviva got quite a giggle out of the whole, uh, you know, your accent's terrible thing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you finished making your tea. Yeah. In that case, I'm probably going to go to, I'm probably going to go to the wardrobe and just kind of like chill out somewhere quiet and slightly less cramped for a little while. Cause that okay. was, that was draining. <laughs> Okay. The yeah, and you're finding that you're you're exhausted from flying the ship, but you're also kind of wired. Mm-hmm. Like the this you just had a live wire stuck to your brain for a little while, and it's 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 been pulled off, but you're still kind of buzzing. Now I see in the wardroom. Um, it looks like you've populated this with. Uh, it looks like there's a desk, and I'm seeing some books. Are there actually books in there? Yeah, there's um for for the benefit of the audience, I'll describe this. The wardrobe is uh, a large, generally larger room. This is one of the largest rooms on the ship. Um, most notable features are there's a little easy chair off to the side. Um, there is a card table with like three stools pulled up to it, um, and there is just a bookshelf off to the side that, when you examine it, Jiliana, you see is an interesting mix of like almost thrift store old works of literature that you don't recognize uh a bunch of magazines probably (laughs) including some that don't seem appropriate for a work environment um and like an entire row of really shitty trashy romance novels oh go for the romance novels good (laughs) you know i was hoping to find something that would give me a bit more context to what's going on around here (laughs) oh then go for the trashy magazines yeah actually (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, take one of the quizzes in the Trashy Magazine, such as what there planet you know. are you from? Yes, yes, the Trashy Magazine <laughs> seemed like the best option to get some more context for this world. I'm into the Trashy Magazines. <laughs> okay, um, I gotta make up some Trashy Magazines, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you managed to find one that says uh, Wild Space Weekly on it. It seems to be about the closest thing to a regular news magazine as you can find, although near as you can tell, it is like years out of date. Well, yeah, it's like a doctor's office, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. It's like the laundry room at an apartment building is yeah, what this that, is. Yeah, better still. Yeah. I'm going to flip through it. I'm assuming, is this like a, is this a magazine that's like, is this a news magazine or is this like a, is this going to have six pages of fashion photographs in the middle? 
Um, it does not have six pages of fashion photographs in the middle. It does appear to be the closest that you can find to, like, actual news. Like, someone has gone around and written down things that happened. Time magazine for space. Excellent. <laughs> then I'm going to start skimming. Um, I think Jill is someone who is very interested in history and uh, and things, but I think she's mostly been successful with historical fiction rather than any kind of nonfiction. Okay. Um, so Jill's probably going to start skimming through looking for any good, interesting factoids that she can find about like what's about what this greater world is, what sort of the what's going on around here. Though she's probably going to end up on some kind of human interest piece piece about like a mom that has it all (laughs) (laughs) okay um you're flipping through and you're finding like um random articles about things like uh, somebody mentions the scrow threat having been defeated you're not quite sure what that is something else about a uh recently announced merger between uh two dowar nobles although they appear you don't know what a dowar is and the uh they appear to be referring to the nobles as like board members and not like princes or princesses hmm. And then there's also, next to that story, there's a picture of, like, two four-foot-tall penguin-like creatures in incredibly gaudy clothing. Is it is the text making fun of them, or is this supposed to be good-looking? This is like, this is like, um, announcing that uh, Prince Harry has gotten engaged. <laughs> oh, no. I thought you said this wasn't a trashy magazine. <laughs> All magazines are trash to a certain degree. Um... <laughs> Wait, you said but, penguins, right? Yes. Have I seen a penguin? Good question. Roll an intelligence check. <laughs> Eventually we'll roll eight. Okay. You've never seen a penguin. What you're seeing is some kind of like black and white bipedal flightless bird with flippers for instead of wings. <laughs> this looks like a fat man in a tuxedo wearing a plague doctor mask. <laughs> and on top of that is a really gaudy Hawaiian shirt. I'm excited because I have absolutely zero context for any of what I'm seeing, including what this alien race was based off of in the real world. <laughs> so this is one but of the balls to the walls weirdest things Juliana has seen. At least spider people made some kind of but sense. But they're, they're cute yeah. compared to spiders. They're cute. Oh yeah, no, they're way less horrifying. Wait till you meet them. Oh, um, <laughs> and then a couple of like um, a couple of sensationalist pieces about like various adventuring groups having gone to some long abandoned dwarven citadel and found some magnificent treasure there. So they're still dwarves then. Yeah, you're flipping through, and from context, you're getting that there is a major trading route between three different spheres. That most of uh, travel in wild space travels between, and the three spheres you're seeing referred to as uh, realm space, mm. gray space, and crin space. But beyond that, you're not mm. getting much context for what exactly they are, probably because it's assumed mm. that the that the reader would know what they yeah. are. <laughs> huh. Well, this is just making my head spin more. <laughs> You're not, you're, yeah, you're, what you're flick seeing as you're flipping through this, you're not, you're, you're seeing elves, you're seeing humans, you're seeing dwarves, you're seeing weird dragon centaur things, you're seeing Tell incredibly tall blue people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. C- cacophony, um, the cacophony in the, in the helm is just like reading over Jillianna's shoulder. Excellent. And she's like, oh no, go back a few pages. I was reading that. 
Yeah, you're seeing references to uh, clashes between uh, the Elven Armada and uh, Neogi Death Spider <laughs> ships. You're, see- you're hearing, seeing things about a Beholder Civil War. There's there's a lot here, and you're it's, it's, you're having trouble parsing a lot of it. It's just an overload of information. Ugh. All right, this was a bad idea. I'm I'm gonna take my tea, and I'm just gonna kind of wander the ship and try to get a better layout of it. I I've been on ships before. I understand those. Maybe this will provide some context. Okay, uh, Alviva, what are you up to? Well, I uh, gave my empty plate to uh, the guy in the uh, galley. What was his name again? Finn. Then, yeah, and sort of signaled thank you, and he sort of said, you know, Donata. And then <laughs> I took a look at what was going on for a minute in the wardroom there, and I thought, now, you know what? I think I'm just going to go to the cargo bay and, and take care of my weapons. It's been a long time since they were cleaned, and just, you never yeah. know, they may become in handy soon. So I'm going to go sit on one of those crates in the cargo bay and clean my weapons, and just sort of walk down the hall and keep an eye on Juliana. <laughs> and then I see Juliana basically get up in frustration and leave. <laughs> yeah, you see Juliana just kind of, kind of start wandering the ship. Yeah. I follow her with my eyes for a little while, but then she goes upstairs, and I think, nah, Juliana Cacophony, I think I'll stay down here with my weapons and clean them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to Finn. I like Finn. Finn doesn't talk. (laughs) (laughs) Finn's my kind of guy. (laughs) But I'm going to be quiet, though, because the captain is still sleeping, right? Uh, Captain and Mr. Hurst are both sleeping. And in fact, as you walk into the cargo bay, you can see that looking at Mr. Hurst and the size of him, you had been wondering how he where where he fits aboard the ship because he can he can squeeze through the hallways. But he's not exactly like he's much bigger than the kind of person the ship was made for. Mm -hmm. But over in the corner of the cargo bay, you can see that he that there has actually been set up sort of like a room for Mr. Hurst Mm -hmm. for him to sleep. Yeah. And he's just he's he's just lying on his back and snoring incredibly loudly. <laughs> okay, I thought that so, was the engines. So the sound of <laughs> the sound of me cleaning my weapons isn't going to wake him then. Oh no, he's out. He's he's <laughs> he is unconscious. Okay, all right. I'll just get a kind of laugh and get a smirk on my face and settle in to do what I came to do. Okay. Uh, Jilliana, uh, you're wandering the ship, eventually do end up on the top deck, and you can see sort of like the stars streaking by. And then you can feel the ship start to slow down. And uh, Cacophony, mm-hmm. you are also feeling the ship slow down, not because of any order that you mm-hmm. gave it. Intuiting from like what information the ship is feeding you, it seems like this is sort of a, a, a safety mechanism. Okay. Whenever the ship approaches another... Um, another gravitational body of sufficient size, it slows down to keep the two from colliding at high speed, which would be very, very yes. bad. Yeah. All right. So it slows down, and I'm, I'm kind of keeping a, an aware glance around, trying to figure out what this gravitational body is. Yeah. Um, Juliana, you're up in the deck. You can also see this, and you're not quite sure what you're looking at at first, but as you're looking around, you're realizing that you are amidst about 10 gigantic whale-like creatures swimming through space. They don't have mouths. The fronts of their heads are lined with a row of glowing eyes, and they are about about the size of the ship each. There are a couple of juveniles there that are a bit smaller, but these are enormous creatures. 
they don't appear to be paying you much attention. They're just swimming huh. along, obviously going somewhere, not particularly fast, but you have you have landed in a in a, in a pod of space oh, whales. This is wonderful. Huh. <laughs> Cacophony lets out a, a that lets out that noise, actually a huh. And kind of watches <laughs> them for a moment and keeps eyeing them and then kind of looks down. But I'm um she kind of knows Juliana's behind her. She goes, Juliana, could you go ask uh Finn, since he's still awake, if there's anything we should do here? I I don't imagine such other than enjoy the view. Yeah, I mean I whales generally don't really No, I imagine it's uh Well, you know this is space. I don't know. I, I imagine I imagine <laughs> it's like when you're on a ship and you see animals leaping out of the sea and things like that. Yeah, I'll go I'll at but, least go let him know. Yeah, but just in case if perhaps when I have to check. Uh, I'm wondering though, do the captain and and uh, the other Hurst. are these kind of attuned to the ship to the point where it slows down, it wakes them up? You don't hear anything from the captain's quarters, but as the ship slows down, you you see Mr. Hurst kind of like he he kind of like startles a little bit That's and he starts I mean. to wake up and he's like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's, it's waking him up and... a little bit. Okay. But um, Jilliana, as you step out onto the deck, um, Cacophony and Jilliana both make perception checks. Uh, Cacophony, since you're attached to the ship and the ship is very aware of its surroundings, I'll say that's with oh, advantage. Cool. 21. Okay. How perceptive of you. 21. Ooh, high five, okay. Jilliana. Hell Ooh. yeah. So both of you at the same time become aware of, um, at the edges of the pod, you can hear the whales start to make noises of distress. And as you look out, you can see what looks like a sailing ship from your planet, a galleon of some kind, three-masted ship, but it's flying like yours is, and it comes sailing in towards the edge of the pod, and you can see projectiles being fired from what? the ship towards the nearest Kindori. It appears to have harpoon lines oh, attached no. to it. Uh, we've got whalers. <laughs> oh, hell no. Agreed. <laughs> All right, I, I would have rather let her slip, but I'm going to go get the captain at this point. Okay. Uh, you're going down to get the captain cacophony. What are you doing? Is there did, was I told of a, like a way to contact people on the ship from where I'm at. There doesn't appear to be one. No. And how? F well, they're pretty far away because I'm in a fucking ship and they're way over there. Yeah, but you can pilot the ship over in that direction. I'm going to start gently swaying that way. Can uh, okay. Wait, what's it called? Strafing. I'll start like strafing <laughs> gently and avoiding the whales as possible. Okay, Jeliana, as you head below decks, you see uh. Captain Bondar come out of her quarters, having sensed the ship slow down. Um, you see Mr. Hurst waking up in the cargo bay and uh, Alviva also there. Hey, Captain. Real quick, I know we're in space, but how do we feel about whalers? <laughs> Not great. <laughs> and with and with that, she heads above decks. Uh, I'm going to catch the attention of uh, of the others, too. This kind of okay, Mr. Hurst. I think he just barreled past me, following the captain. I think he <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> and I and I figure, well, I guess I better tag along too. Um, as soon as the captain gets up, uh, Captain Mondo, I've already started uh, already started strafing towards them. If we're going to be doing something about that, yeah. And as you're uh, as you're getting closer, you are seeing that this is a. This ship is gray with age and wear and barnacles attached to it. The sails are tattered and barely hanging on. Um, and on the deck of the ship, 
Those don't look like people. Ah. Those look a lot more like skeletons. Oh, Undead. no! It's a pirate And with ship. that, as soon as Captain Bondar sees that, she's like, go ship, go ship! Holy shit! Crew strikes! Hit anything that looks like a wizard! And everyone's gone to battle stations. Gem Jammer is performed by Kit Walker, Annie Creighton, Mackenzie Weaver, and Vicky Sharon, and edited by Jake Mason. Our character art was concepted and illustrated by Rio, who can be found at vriosart.tumblr.com. Our cover art was illustrated by Canary Witch, who can be found at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music was composed by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. You can find us on Tumblr at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com and on Twitter at gemjamcast. If you enjoy Gem Jammer and want to support both this show and other projects, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash thegemjam. Well, then I'm not for her to wink. I think you stop think. You think you're looking at Aquaman. I summon a fish to the dish, although I like the chalet suits. I like the sushi because it's never touched a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust drums. Why, why are you singing all about value? Bert Camphus for Jake. No, hold up. I want to hear the really hard part here. Bert Camphus got the mad hits. You try to match wits. You try to hold me, but I bust through. Gonna make a break and take a fake eye like a stinking egg and shake. I like vanilla. It's the finest of flavors. Shit. Gonna see the show because then you'll know the vertigo is gonna grow because it's so dangerous. You'll have to sign a waiver. I can't help but I think it's funny when you're bad. Trying hard to smile though I feel bad. Trying hard to smile though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at Shit. Well done, Mac. Thank you. You should hear me do the chickadee China verse.